0: Let's jam Let's go. Which I don't know if you knew this but is actually uh, one of the uh, opening lines from Cowboy Bebop.
1: Great. Yes, yeah, exactly. uh, anime, I know all about that. with the Whoopas stuff like uh, Afro Samurai and uh,
0: Hentai and all the...
1: <laughs>
0: Afro Samurai Hentai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, af- Afro Samurai Hentai is my favourite Pornhub channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: what you get when you sign like, up to the premium, premium stuff. Uh,
0: every... Every every single episode of uh, this show, I I seem to refer somehow uh, to Pornhub.
2: <laughs> um, we're trying to get that, We're trying to get that sponsorship money. So,
0: I mean, I I, I I that's all I really want at this point is to be sponsored by anyone. Uh, will take Pornhub, especially if they'll reduce the price of Pornhub Premium for me. <laughs> um, I mean, I basically. Like, somebody who is good at the economy, please help me budget. My family is dying. What
1: about that... uh, What's his name? He was economy minister uh, under Francois Hollande. Uh, He's like a golden god. Uh, Oh, right. Has he ever...
0: Yeah, I was going to say, has he compared himself to a celestial body or a Roman god?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's certainly, uh, yeah, I was going to make a joke about Macron having a a hot board, but I couldn't think of it. Anyway, as as I previously stated, I think he uh, both looks and is in every other conceivable way, like a fucking nerd who needs to get wedgied to death. (laughs) But please, French security services, don't take that as a threat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's not so, it's not so much. I mean, maybe it could actually like, you know, really help French labor unions. If Macron gets wedgied so hard that his eyes cross.
1: <laughs> Somehow.
0: Um, on, on the, on the subject of, um, unusual, um, on our podcast, weird devotion to, or my personal weird devotion to, um, really niche kinds of pornography. Uh, I was remembering a, a tweet I received, uh, the other day, um, from someone called adult human person uh, who I was in a bit of a Twitter spat with alongside uh, Hussein, uh, And eventually he said to me after I kept, you know, repeatedly uh, making fun of him, uh, dude, I'm done with you. Of all the beta commies, your, and here's where it gets weird, pale skinned comments were by far the least attractive and most boring, which suggests to me that like- And also my tweets were good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> if if he's if he's like if he's ranking
0: all of that, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm the beta is.
1: Like Ryan, uh, could you could you could you not have made your tweets that little bit blacker to to appease <laughs> the kind of person who just chucks around the word beta,
0: like you know, because because
1: <laughs> we all know what they really like is uh, people of oh, color. Of oh,
0: they're huge fans. They love. They, lo- they love things that aren't arguments. They love things that aren't arguments. Um, and they also love uh, POC. But what I found interesting is that it, it sort of deeply implies that, like, my comments were the most pale-skinned and least attractive, as though he's standing over his phone just angrily doing tribute porn on people owning him on Twitter.
1: What, what porn?
0: Have you not heard of this? Oh, it's the... Again, this is very... This has been mentioned in our show before because it's one of my favorite phenomena. Um, but there's this there's this um, new genre of like pornography that's happened that's like no one watches. It's more for the people making it, kind of like burlesque. Um, and what someone will do is they'll bring up an image of a, sele- like a like a female porn star or a male porn star on their iPhone, and then using another second iPhone, they will record themselves jacking off onto their iPhone
2: oh right okay
0: i've never heard of this
1: wow. no that's never... i mean it's kind of like jacking off onto phone section like there's multiple <laughs> layers of phone perhaps just people, one layer of people, jacking
0: people view it on a phone <laughs> um it's all very it's all very very strange it's very like it is it's, it's extraordinarily meta, and it's very much in keeping, I think, with the theme of our show. Do,
2: do, you, do, you guys, do you guys want to know a fun fact that was tweeted in the early hours of this morning by good Twitter person Doggo?
0: Hell yeah. I would love to know a fun so fact. He so says,
2: he says, the phrase jacking off is to mean masturbating is derived from Twitter's famous and wealthy CEO Jack Dorsey.
1: <laughs> is that whenever, whenever he gets like a Jewish person or a woman of color suspended, then Jack is—that's uh, where the, the, the term comes from. His his spontaneous reaction to that. Whenever, whenever a whenever a Nazi gets a blue tick, that's when the jacking begins.
2: Yeah, he has like he has his like you know see through see through uh, whiteboard where you know he'll note down every time he's jacked off today. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, I, and Silicon Valley, a collective like, moan of pleasure could be heard as soon as Jason Kessler got his tick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is he the wanker who organized the big Nazi rally where that woman got killed?
2: Yep. Ah, mate, That's yeah. him. Hey, yeah, but know, we, know my stuff. We know that thug is real. Twister brand ambassador. <laughs> oh my god.
0: what a what a lovely and regular website twitter.com is (laughs) love to start my morning right with a big cup of coffee and a browse through twitter.com i
2: mean that's me right uh, so so you just you just wake up you wake up and you think to yourself you know who's been outed today as a pedophile or who has found themselves in a race war. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but the race um, war surely you know it, it never begins and never ends it's a perpetual <laughs> age-old conflict am i right am i right Helter no Skelter, of, of course Charles it's Manson. It's...
0: but i
1: don't know Rah-oh-wah.
0: Rah-oh-wah. Uh, hey um we've been blathering for a few minutes Should we maybe tell people who we are and what we're doing
1: mm. if only <laughs> if only i knew who i am if I can only remember my name, to quote David Crosby. <laughs>
0: um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a go anyway. Uh, this is Trash Future, the podcast about how the future is trash, and who am I joined by? Um, do you want
1: to be a co-host?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, so so uh, so uh, so as the quote unquote co-host. Uh, my name is Hussein Kesvani. You can follow me on hkesvani on Twitter. With co-hosts, is, is 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 that bad? Well, you know, I don't. I don't really know, to be honest. I don't know if it's good or bad. I know that at some point this podcast is probably going to like destroy my career, but I'm just not <laughs> sure how. So yeah, at the moment it's good, but when I get like a Daily Mail reporter knocking on my door, I'm just going to have to just, you know. Say that no, I wasn't involved with anything in regards to real politics.
1: Ah, oh, that that would never happen. Daily Mail reporters <laughs> knocking at your door to- just for a little podcast. Now, come on, come on.
2: <laughs> I don't know who Riley Quinn is. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm a respectable blue ticked Twitter personality.
0: You can see my. You can see my many Trump replies, <laughs>
2: <laughs> sir. Have you no
1: decency? Have you no honor?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, Hussein and I have the distinctive, dangerous pleasure today of being joined by Jack green Reed from Realpolitik, Hip Hop Air Horn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> are
0: we?
1: Are we a Hip Hop Air Horn? Is that? Is that a descriptor of the
0: show, or is that a well, sound effect? Actually. Uh, no, the the collective mass noun for uh, a group of uh, male leftist podcasters actually is a hip hop air horn of male leftist podcasters. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I mean, we reviewed Jay Z's last album on the show, so <laughs> <it> sounds
0: sounds
2: <laughs> accurate to me. Did you guys invest oh, yeah. in like a t- did you guys invest in a title subscription? fuck no
1: <laughs> 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 like, absolutely not i mean actually um because it's got all the prince back catalogue on there hasn't it and that's like nowhere else because prince has got you know his record label they they take fucking youtube videos of him down because he really didn't want our generation to hear any of his music <laughs> he's
2: like he's 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 like martin shakureli Shik- uh Shikrelli. Who I also think, who I also think, while in prison, is going to launch some sort of um, music streaming service, uh, which will just be his Wu Tang album and um, B sides of like defunct emo bands. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> I mean, the thing yeah. about that Martin Screlly Wu Tang album is, it's like it's a Wu Tang album from like the 2010s, not produced by RZA, like produced by some random guy called Silver Rings who a lot a lot of members of the Wu-Tang clan seem to think is a bit of a knobhead and mm-hmm. like when when was their last great studio album like is would you really pay like a million dollars for that is it you know where, basically what i'm saying is i think when that album comes out people will be disappointed
0: Oh yeah, of course, and but no one will admit to being disappointed, um, because they all have put so much into it, put so much of themselves into it. They can't admit that it was a disappointment because it would be too psychically scarring. Because I actually, I have a, I have a story about being disappointed by the Wu Tang Clan.
1: Oh wow, um, okay.
0: That before we, <laughs> before we get into the um, the meat and potatoes of uh, of this pod, uh, I would like to uh, relate. I'm down for um, this. Oh yeah, so. When I was a uh, when I was a, a mere stripling, um, I went to uh, Rock the Bells Festival in uh, New York City, um, and uh, one of the they had an incredible lineup. They had like Clips, Lauren Hale, KRS One, oh, like, incredible Wu Tang headlining, um, which was gonna own. Yeah, and so I very excitedly and very underage drinking at Lee. Um <laughs> got myself down from uh, Toronto to New York and um, sort of spent the entire day sort of excited to see Wu-Tang, excited to see Wu-Tang. Um, and I was disappointed in two ways, because it was supposed to be that uh, Ghostface Killer was going to come on first and do, su- and do some solo stuff, and then Wu-Tang was going to come on. Mm. So Ghostface Killer comes on, um, grabs a microphone, and said, Rock the bells, are you ready? Et cetera, et cetera. And then behind him, a large screen comes down. Like, okay, interesting. There's going to be an audiovisual component uh, yeah. to, this, uh, to this show. And then it turns on uh, text MetroPCS, like 6969420 or whatever, to get a shout out from Ghost Killer. <laughs> <laughs> what? So for 45 minutes, I shit you not, it was Ghost Phase Killer sort of pacing around the stage just reading shout-outs courtesy of MetroPCS.
1: <laughs> For fuck's sake! I mean, he, he's easily, like, got the best solo, um, like, solo body of work out of all the Wu-Tang. Like, he's actually got like the stuff. If he was doing a solo set, he's got the material to do a really good one. Um I mean he's definitely got like forty five minutes worth of, of great solo material, so I would be gutted if I was in your position. Yeah. I and mean, did you say that Unless a,
0: this it was a second bit that was disappointing as yeah. well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's what which I was is gonna ask. When they
0: actually did come on. Yeah. You sort of realize that this isn't the nineteen nineties anymore, <laughs> these aren't young men and this isn't a studio. So it's essentially, like, um, just a bunch of senior citizens and then ODB's kid in character as ODB.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, There's, like, always so many of them on stage, and they all just, like, yell. Like, these are yeah, all, they shout over each other. Yeah, like in the studio, like these are some <laughs> incredibly nuanced rappers at the best of times. But on on stage, it just it does just become like a yelling contest. And generally, like <laughs> not not all of them are there and stuff. Like uh, Capadonna's off driving cabs or whatever, and presumably people <laughs> you might actually miss a bit more than Capadonna as well. But. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So yeah, that was that was that was how I got owned by the Wu Tang Clan at an early age.
1: Well you know, <laughs> they ain't nothing to fuck with, and you shouldn't have fucked with them.
0: No, that's I, I should have learned my lesson in reality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, I, uh, I I've got some some hashtag content uh, that we can be that we can be getting into if everyone's good with that.
1: Hell yeah
2: love content
4: oh yeah well <laughs> fuck um yeah trash future is now joined by me Milo Mibbert, uh, who is a, a husk of a man
0: <laughs> <laughs> who is who is going to be bringing the full bear of his ridiculously hungover self into the rest of our episode today i for one yeah, am looking I mean... forward to hearing his like dozy half-formed bits
4: in Moscow it is currently six thirty two PM. I got up around forty five minutes ago. It was already dark. But, um it's uh it's it's gonna be a difficult day. Oh yeah. And um, I'm now taking my third pill of the last five minutes.
0: <laughs> oh good. Um mm,
4: it's gonna be delicious. So here So lads, what 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 about the future?
0: <laughs> Not a fan, I don't know. How, what do you guys think? It's trash. Yeah, garbage. It's okay
4: sometimes. uh,
0: (laughs) So one of the ways I was hoping it was
4: going to be better, but I fear that may
0: not be the case. (laughs) Well, if if I can give you some bad news as to how it's gotten worse, um, I've got an article from Fast Company open in front of me, um, where to celebrate 60 years of truck production in Brazil, Ford has decided to try to um, help the problem of uh, truckers like getting sleepy while driving huge distances on demanding deadlines. Mm. oh
4: fuck i read about this Does
0: anyone any, anyone who doesn't know about what this is have an idea of probably the most effective way uh to have truckers not like become dangerously sleepy driving huge distances and demanding uh, demanding deadlines
1: amphetamines
4: <laughs> that would be better than what it actually is genuinely <laughs> racking up yeah.
1: lines of pro plus
2: <laughs> liquefied liquefied caffeine Maybe in the form <laughs> of a drink called Cofefe. Co-
1: co- co- uh, well, that sounds like some middle class shit yeah. to me, to be honest.
4: Yeah, doing, doing a massive line of Koffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Actually, I knew a guy. I knew a guy at Cambridge who was a lawyer who did get addicted to Pro Plus during his finals, <laughs> oh, and he had to and he had to smuggle it into into his exams because otherwise he would get the fucking shit. How, do you, how,
0: did, he
2: sm- how did he smuggle it, it, it in? Well, in his ass. Well, obviously. this is this
4: is this is literally the most Cambridge part of all. Was it? he smuggled it in in his fucking signet ring? <laughs>
0: God, I've, uh, I've God. said it before, and I'll say it again. Britain's system for selecting its ruling class is incredibly stupid.
4: <laughs> I know. I think we should just have like Takeshi's Castle. <laughs> the ruling class is just entirely Japanese guys who are like covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, okay. So, to celebrate 60 years of truck production in Brazil, Ford has decided to help the problem of truckers falling asleep, not by, say, I don't know, um, helping there to be more truckers with fewer hours, with better workplace protections. No, their, tr- their solution was to create a hat that tracks head movements and lights <laughs> up when drivers are about to fall asleep. <laughs>
4: It's a, so, it's a hat that when you're about to fall asleep shines a light in your eyes <laughs> it's basically a hat that's like the gestapo <laughs> in a hat form
1: like we have ways of making you drive <laughs> i can imagine that causing a lot of crashes to be honest because if they're just kind of they start they start nodding off the truck starts swerving a little bit and then this fucking huge light just just shines right in their eyes, and they're just like, oh, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, and then they're dead.
0: Yeah, and then they the, and, then, like, an entire yeah. crowd of people are yeah. dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. In the trial run
4: of the new hat this week, hundreds of people have died in road accidents in an epidemic of what's being called hat epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> A new condition we have created ourselves.
0: <laughs> right rather than even gesturing at protections for uh, protections for workers we are going to cause a new we're going to invent a hat that gives people epilepsy (laughs) (laughs) i
4: mean why why else did the cia invent aids right
0: (laughs) um oh very good so i i this is just one of my favorite things it's (laughs) <laughs> that it it, liter- it will literally blind you if you fall asleep at the wheel. <laughs> it, it really se- feels like pretty we're replacing one problem with another here at this point.
1: <laughs> what we need is more blind truck
0: drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Equal <laughs> opportunities. <laughs> Hire more blind truck drivers.
2: Can't, you can't, I mean, you can't screen anyone if you literally can't see them, so... You know that's
4: that's di- that's diversity. This is this is the future, liberals. That's diversity
0: <laughs> souls, <solved>, lads. <laughs> uh, so uh, we don't have many details on this because it's just in like a pilot mode in Brazil. But mm. just, what, like- they have,
1: they what fucking pilots have got it as well? Oh my god! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's the, this is like that's the thing. Like I think Al Qaeda realized that like hijacking individual planes was an idea that could scale.
4: <laughs> yeah, gotta hand it to him so al-qaeda invented a hat that would give pilots epilepsy <laughs>
0: no i'm just imagining bin laden in a black t-shirt pacing back and forth on a stage saying there must be a better way
1: <laughs> <laughs> al-qaeda ted talks
0: here's something else that's been that's been going on recently uh, in the world of online which i think we would be remiss if we didn't um, sort of touch on it it's it's an article that we and probably everyone who listens to this has read, uh, which is something is wrong on the internet. Which I mean, I, 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 today in another very obvious news that we've all known forever. Um, but uh, basically, there was this um, there was this medium post uh, that's gone sort of quite viral by this guy called James Bridle, um, where what he has done is he's looked into. Um, children's content on like YouTube kids, basically. And he's found that it's just very, very, very weird.
1: Whoa. Um, Skype just remixed
0: Yeah, it yeah, yeah, there. just
1: found, 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 found.
4: It became sort of like Riley Quinn slam post.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd say, it is my dream to be finally one day like be like a sweaty guy on stage. Saying like you know, uh, uh, corporations in my mind. It's whatever. like
1: like your 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 bleep bleep music.
4: <laughs> Hell yeah! But, but, whereas I like right now you're just a sweaty guy in your kitchen
1: <laughs> saying that. Like.
0: Yeah, well, but I'm actually but what, what, in the what, dining room.
1: But what what did you find 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 find? <laughs>
0: well, 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 he said Ronald Reaganly. Um, basically, this this article is about how. Um, someone or something or My some combination of down. people, fuck you, Milo <laughs> and things <laughs> is using YouTube to systematically frighten, traumatize and abuse children automatically and at scale. Um, mm. and essentially By giving them epilepsy,
1: A <laughs> <if it means, laughs> the strange hat that they wear when they're trying to drive a truck for some inexplicable <laughs> reason. So
0: <laughs> to, to get into what this, this YouTube thing is, uh, Basically there is this um, whole economy, this whole like underground sort of percolation of uh, YouTube videos where it's basically like content that's made to distract babies. Um, So babies are given iPads or iPhones and just sort of are hypnotized by like weird branded content. so one ex-
4: his babies are famously so on the ball, people are like, How are we gonna <laughs> how are we gonna distract this baby? Like, the guy's fucking switched on. He's on the grid. Like, he's, uh, he's 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 reading fucking Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> to, oh god, do something, god. It doesn't a, sound like a very
0: clever baby to me. A libertarian <laughs> baby who's like a rationalist. Oh atheist. my god, is that a fedora with <laughs> a flashing light in it? <laughs> oh that would be great. Actually, a version of a fedora that, like, like, shines a blinding, flashing light into your eyes every time you walk up to a woman and ask if some guy's bothering her.
1: <laughs> well, how about a copy of Atlas Shrugged that shines blinding light in the eyes of anyone who tries to read Atlas Shrugged and,
0: and blinds, <laughs> blinds them? <laughs> they still find a way to be objectivist. Um. So, a, f-
4: a fedora that wakes you up when you're driving a truck by shouting the word "actually." Um. <laughs> a,
0: a phone for Donald Trump that automatically shouts "sir" when he tries to tweet. Okay, sir. So. We we are getting very off topic, and I love it. But um, so the kids YouTube thing, right? Uh, kids YouTube is markedly weird. Um, for example people will post like hour long videos of them opening kinder surprise eggs and like taking out the little toy, playing with the toy for a couple of seconds and then do it again. And there'll be an hour of opening hundreds of eggs and then playing with little toys Um, or like hours of like looping nursery rhymes or hours of Milo blowing his nose. Um,
4: (laughs) But with the wrong (laughs) head. I I want to make a video where I just open regular eggs. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the same. Just like cracking an endless quantity of eggs into a bowl. What's
1: in here? Oh, it's more yolk. Who'd have bought it?
4: And this one. Oh, yolk again. Oh, my God. (laughs) Making an egg unboxing video to own the (laughs) Uh, Um, (laughs) vegan. These chickens suffered for nothing.
0: And and so what you get is these... um, is these sort of long, weird videos that just sort of entertain children with sort of repetitive and familiar tropes, um, but due to I, like sort of the, the algorithms of, that run YouTube Kids, um, so long as you sort of have a long, basically a long video with like the right kinds of um, uh, content in its in the tags, it will then get like sucked onto this um, this platform. And so you'll end up with something called like um, uh, nursery rhyme, finger family, Peppa Pig, uh, Disney Cars, Lightning McQueen, egg on boxing, um, fucking music video, whatever. And it will just be this sort of weird, disjointed um, thing. And so I mean that's fair enough, right? But where it gets weird is. Is 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 is, is the sort of the knockoffs that get made? So have have you guys actually watched any of these, Milo? I know you've seen a couple. Uh,
4: yeah, I I watched about like thirty seconds of three of them. <laughs> And just genuinely, like, they're, they're, like, it's one of those things where, like, it's weird because, like, they're, like, superficially innocuous, mm-hmm. but they're so fucking weird. Yeah. That, like, I genuinely would rather watch a video of, like, an actual beheading <laughs> than, like, <laughs> these videos of, like, characters with their, like, their heads constantly switching and then a child either, like, crying or cheering, depending on whether their heads are on the right character. <laughs>
2: it's,
0: yeah, and I'm, a, I'm aware that it's, this is very hard to describe, right? Um so I'm... Uh, yes. Where, like, it's... Um, um,
2: even for internet losers like us, it's really difficult yeah. to describe. It's,
0: it's almost beyond our ken, um, where, like, a uh, there will be, like, I don't know, like a character from, like, um, from Aladdin will come on the screen, some heads will float by, and then it'll try to match the heads onto the body of Aladdin, and then an unrelated character from a different property will kind of drift onto the screen, and it will be a weird, like, hyper-realistic noise of a baby crying when the wrong head (laughs) gets put on. And because these are all algorithmically generated videos, no one has ever really applied a... if you like, a a sort of common-sense filter to these. And so it gets sort of spun out further and further from reality until you'll get, like, a video of Peppa Pig going to a dentist, but instead of, like, getting her teeth cleaned... Like, sc- like screaming and being like in pain and like getting fed bleach and stuff just because mm, yeah that's...
1: i love the peppa pig out <laughs> you say they're algorithmically created so somebody doesn't like sit down and animate a video in which peppa pig gets gets subjected to extreme dental torture
0: marathon <laughs> Man
1: style so it, it, it's I a, mean, it's a computer making these
0: well it's sort of it's kind of both right where an algorithm without any kind of human intent um, spits out what the popular um, tropes are, and it sucks them down into the, um, the queue for YouTube kids, right? And mm. so, it, for, so someone somewhere started watching a Peppa Pig video, then that got shared, and it just randomly tripped up the algorithm enough that that became a huge thing. Tons of knockoffs started to be made. And some of the videos are algorithmically generated. Others, especially the weirder Mm. ones, are made by like uh, trolls who are actually using them to like traumatize and frighten children, and Mm. also make ad revenue. So this this video of Peppa Pig, we actually we don't know if it was made by uh, trolls who are using like who are taking advantage of YouTube's algorithms. To like push frightening content onto children and make ad, ad revenue out of it or yeah. if it was mm-hmm. just a weird video that was basically generated algorithmically and is mostly watched and commented on by bots because all of these videos have millions of views
1: yeah I'm uh, yeah. Um, I'm watching one of one of them now I'm just skipping through it and it, it, I mean, it doesn't seem that disturbing but there's like there's a bunch of like cartoon characters driving around and like people standing at bus stops and there's there's someone standing in a prison cell and um wheel just came off the guy's motorbike uh like (laughs) i don't know maybe maybe i'm at the less disturbing bit but it is it is weird like it doesn't seem to have any plot
2: so i'm watching one at the moment and i'm at the super weird bit um so i'm going to describe it right now Um, so it started off as a Peppa Pig episode where they were all like having lunch or something. And I'm about three minutes down the line. Um, there was some scene where Osama bin Laden showed up temporarily. Um, and I haven't got the sound on because obviously I don't want to ruin the sound. So then they're back on the plane Mm. and I've frozen the frame at a scene where, um, Osama bin Laden, Peppa Pig, his dad, um, one of the caliphs of the Ottoman Empire, um, <laughs> and some and some fairly kind of racist depiction of an Arab man are all on a plane being flown by Tayzonde with an ISIS hat. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it gets it gets weirder. It gets weirder. Tayzonde
1: has defected to ISIS.
2: <laughs> the um, the plane is branded with a Brazzers logo um, <laughs> on the wing. It, there's an Illuminati uh, triangle. But then on the top of the plane is Squidward from Spongebob, um, with a machine gun. (laughs) The shit
1: I'm watching is boring as fuck, like, just some weird person of, like, a Spider-Man costume and a big baby head is, like, repeatedly throwing different colours of lollipop into, into a swimming pool. And then it, they're multiplying lots of different lollipops emerging all over the swimming pool. And then it cuts to the weird Spider-Man baby head person just riding uh, a, one lollipop. Um, and now the Joker has just changed their face into a rainbow uh, design.
4: So, yeah, I'd say, you, Jack, your video sounds more like a sort of benign acid flashback, <laughs> whereas Hussein sounds more like a sort of, di- like, you know, when you're like, you've got the flu really badly and you have like fever dreams. Yeah. Like, Tay day ISIS, <laughs> Squidward. Yeah. Why, why would pigs join ISIS? That's just, it's not even consistent with Islamic theology. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tay maybe. Why would, why would Osama bin Laden be on the same plane as uh, the Caliph Suleiman the Magnificent?
1: with some some devious designs i imagine
0: (laughs) and for the last few minutes i've been watching a live acted video of um uh of of what can only be described as uh what's live action so it can only be described as a um an adult woman uh with a soother like a dummy in um and uh like pigtails in her hair making soft ice cream and then getting into the shower and then eating a watery sundae.
4: Oh, wow. <laughs> it's re- this is really bad. This, that, this is like in the border between like just like weird porn.
2: Guys, I've been listening to all of this chat and I've, I've come to a conclusion that the internet may actually be bad.
0: <laughs> oh my god, what? <laughs>
2: it may <laughs> actually Who do we call? be good. It may actually not be good.
1: Oh, and, okay. I'm watching. I saw. I'm watching Peppa Pig eat her dad. And that's pretty
2: good
0: <laughs>
2: Eating your dad's own lips. <laughs> yeah. And what the, the
0: but the point that like, okay, one thing is we have to also remember that like, I like that a widely wa- like ba- this is now what like infants are watching to sort of be distracted. This is key in their cognitive development. Like, what are they gonna be like? <laughs> Oh my
1: god, at the end of the Peppa Pig Eating A Dad video, her mum walks in to find Peppa Pig in her room slicing streaks of bacon off her arm. Oh my god. Wow.
4: Gotta eat. Now,
0: and so what you Yeah But imagine, like
4: so it's like Peppa Pig epic meal time. <laughs> And so
0: ultimately, what's so strange about this is like is that like the, the sort of the legions of people just sort of producing content via algorithm uh, without really thinking of what they're making or the algorithm just making the content itself is that we get this kind of bizarre shit that is going to like just ruin the brains of children earlier and earlier and earlier.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess, I mean, that's, that's the, you know, there's only, there's very few options. One is that they're all going to become like nihilistic dirtbag podcasters. The other is that they're probably going to join some sort of militia in which the insignia will be Pepper Pig with an AK 47. Um,
4: A new version of ISIS, which is exactly the
2: same as
1: regular ISIS, but it's just. I guess the question is it, is, is Pepper the new Pepe? <laughs> oh,
2: shit, yeah. Yeah, you'll have like these 12 year olds, you know, spray painting. Pepper Pig symbols, and I guess like the Pepe thing like evolved into like Keck. But what would the Pepper?
4: I'm almost certain there's a Pepe the Pig video. If you look, Pepe for the it. Pig. I mean, I'm going
2: to YouTube that now. Okay. But
0: what, what, but the point that this 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 article makes, um, it's sort of targeting children with these very strange videos, just rack up millions of views and get advertising system advertising money. Is 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 that essentially? He's saying that the system of what you might call platform capitalism isn't just you know the medium of abuse but like companies like google and youtube are actually complicit um mm. because they largely sort of abdicate their responsibility for anything that exists on their platform while at the same time reaping all the beneficial ownership of that platform which is shit. yeah that's my that's my controversial opinion <laughs>
2: It go it, it mm-hmm. goes back to the thing about like tech companies being publishers or being mediums or like just being tech companies, right? Um, so this is just a very kind of it's one of the kind of more extreme examples of where that quite like how that question hasn't been answered, um, mm-hmm. you know. But it's exactly the same with like all these like alt rights all this alt right stuff, and like the ton of kind of you know content that is pretty explicit in its racism, but still ends up on like my recommended videos to watch every time i go onto youtube um make that what you will uh, listeners <laughs> <laughs> um, um or like you know for <laughs> well, like, you've got, got a them, but you've got you've got a them before you become you know their uh what do you call it um their useful useful clown um but the thing, i mean but i mean but i mean like the thing about you know the thing you know we would so we were dominated conversations for a long time about like you know, politics and, like, right versus left and all that stuff. I I was going to say that, like, weird videos and weird YouTube and stuff has been around for, like, you know, ever since, like, video could get streamed online properly, right? Um, All this, like, weird shit. Like, I remember, like, you know, all the... Before, like, YouTube and stuff, there were, you know, the games websites. And on the games websites, there would be, like, weird Gundam Wing things where, like, the end scene would be, like, some sort of, like, weird sex scene, right? um and you know at 13 14 years old you get a kick out of watching it um so i guess (laughs) but yeah you actually had to like search for that shit right and like you had to be told by your mates um that oh it exists and like we should really watch it at lunchtime because that's perfectly fine and healthy for us to do um and it's completely sensible to do on a school school computer network um whereas i guess like the scary thing here is that well youtube is really easy to use as you said like all these kids get iPads and laptops and phones and stuff, and they can learn how to use them really, really quickly. Um, you know, so I guess the danger comes in access, right? And no one really knows where this access goes. But then there's also that thing of like, okay, if like this stuff is sort of normalized, um, if like this stuff is more common, and kids are like, are going to grow, you know, we have, you know, one of the things when I read that whole piece, one of the things that kind of I was thinking about was, well, look, on the news, you know, they now show images of, like, bloodshed and, like, people dying and stuff, right? On, YouTube, on like, Twitter and Facebook and stuff, you can see that, like, fairly easily. You don't have to, like, go through any forums or hacks or anything. So that stuff is always going to exist anyway. And I sort of wonder, like, does this exist within... Do, do these weird videos, like, exist within the same sort of nexus? Or is it, like, a real unique danger?
0: Well, I, I think it's sort of... It's almost a more unique danger because... What happens when um is that it's parents give their kids an iPad, um a baby's an iPad, and then they turn on one like Peppa Pig video that might be like a real Peppa Pig video that where you know the content, you can basically trust it. But then they leave the kid alone with the iPad and they just keep playing recommended videos. And so because
4: next thing you know, the kids deep into pool jazzing <laughs> <laughs> The Muslims have got to be stopped.
0: Well, you know, you know,
2: Paul. You know, Paul, Paul Joseph has always said that, like, he, his job is like to red pill the next generation, which basically means how he spends the majority of his time like DMing thirteen year olds, um... <laughs> just like hanging out, hanging
1: hanging out outside school playgrounds, just like hey kids, just like poking his fucking head through, through the bars, like Off-
2: offering hey. glass, offering glasses yeah. of milk with sushi in them. His
4: his long term ambition is to be a senator. For <laughs>
1: Oh, no, I just think it's remarkable that um, milk and frogs are core items of iconography of both the modern far right and Tim Farron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just had to throw that in there. To to, clo- to close out this uh, YouTube segment, uh, this is from a different article uh, where a journalist had been looking at this phenomenon earlier. He said, some of the parents I informally polled told me their kids would often rather watch character toy videos than the actual TV show or movie um, the characters were drawn from. Um, And so, and one parent said, this is super weird and we had to convince them to watch Big Hero 6 after seeing the toys all over the YouTube feed. Like they didn't believe me that they would even like the actual movie. They just wanted to watch other people play with toys. How fucked up is that? For some reason.
4: Wait, what? What was? The, what was the, the movie? Hero
0: Six. Never heard of it. Well,
2: I think
4: mean, that sounds suspiciously
2: like an yeah. anime. I'm disappointed that it's not an anime. Stop
4: making me play with this body pillow, Dad. <laughs> <man. laughs>
0: Go back to running for senator in Alabama.
2: I can't wait for my son to like be saying that to me when. Um, I'm in. I, I'm, I'm an old man. <laughs> why, am, why are we watching uh, Gundam Hey again? kids,
4: stop watching. Stop watching those YouTube videos. We have to go and watch Benjamin Netanyahu.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but mom, but mom, uh, I want to watch an adult woman eat a melty Sunday in the shower. <laughs>
4: Uh, there's probably a Benjamin Netanyahu like wrong heads video with like him and like fucking Yasser Arafat, right? yeah. um,
0: so I think maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll close out this section with uh, a rendition of the Finger Family song uh, and then get into some politics in a oh, few God. minutes if that's alright with everyone love politics love to sure. politics Garland, real Eric Garland, hours is back oh, yeah. at it again with his threads. No, uh, Eric Eric Garland has done another one of his uh, classic Twitter rants. Uh, uh, it, it is, it is. Uh, he is using his usual like Joss Whedon, epic bacon style, fucking dumbass language uh, to mm. essentially spin up a another Russian conspiracy theory. Because you know, uh, modern liberal society is. Basically fine. Uh, no one could possibly object to any element of it. And of course, if anything is going wrong, it has to be Russia. Obviously. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, Save a recent, the recent Russia conspiracy theory you've got in Britain, particularly from a Blairite Labour MP called Ben Bradshaw, um, as well as more kind of like just some kind of centrist journalists and writers and stuff. Um, you is, might say. Yes, you could. You could possibly <laughs> say that. Um, there are other words for them, I think, as well, as, uh, what is it, me-
0: melts, uh, No, i never, d- never heard of that. Slugs,
1: <laughs> toads, um, but, 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 but anyway, um, uh-huh. the, the, it's basically that Russia did Brexit, and, um, you know, I, I saw, um, a tweet, which, just before we get on to Eric Garland, because this is very much in mm-hmm. Eric Garland vein,
0: but it was oh, yeah. saying,
1: basically, that, um, that the killer of Joe Cox said Britain first while he killed her. Um, Yeah. Which apparently conclusively shows Russia? Like, because nobody in Britain has ever used the phrase Britain first before. There's not a party with that name or anything
2: that the murderer in question had genuine links to. I mean, I mean, often, often I go onto the Britain First Facebook page, and it's filled with um, comments that go, uh, "We want our country back," followed by um, a few lines of Novikovs. So
1: it's just like you read that a uh, real politics uh, Facebook Twitter page, whatever it's called, and, uh, and 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 they're all just posting stuff like, uh, Mister President Donald Trump, very very good leader, speak for worker of America. Yes, yes, Hillary Clinton, bad nasty woman. And it's just highly suspicious that these messages, uh, you know, correlate so closely with with uh, Kremlin propaganda lines.
0: <laughs> well, I, I've got actually that tweet you're talking about, Jack. Um, it's. If people doubt the Russian-aided Islamophobic Brexit propaganda had any real-life effects, just remember what Joe Cox's killer said during the EU ref, shouting Britain first, by Peter Jukes, uh, who I have been referred to as uh, Peter Jokes a couple of times.
3: Um,
0: <laughs> uh, and then I, no, I referred to him as um, Peter, quote, As far as I know, the Battle of Cable Street refers to my angry phone call with Open reach. Jukes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. So, so the, the point I was just yeah. making, which does link in with Eric Garland, is how the same people uh, who are now saying, oh, you know, there were like two confirmed Russian accounts that were posting <clears throat> pro Brexit stuff on Twitter, the, which obviously swayed the referendum result in Leave's favour. They're the <clears throat> same people who've been saying that it makes no difference to public opinion that every single journalist in the UK writes anti-Corbyn pieces every day for the last 2 years and that might have something to do with the fact that up until recently he was quite unpopular um so if if it's the entire mainstream media saying something then no that 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 doesn't actually have any effect on public opinion because they're just um passive observers rather than active participants of politics um but, if it's a couple of random Russian guys on Twitter, like, they can win a referendum.
0: Oh, absolutely. And especially if their tweets get, like, single-digit likes and retweets. That's really decisive. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, what, Eric, Garland. Yeah, Eric Garland. Eric uh, Garland. Thread. Why Trump Russia, this is Eric Garland, depends on curing the infection of financial and sexual corruption like never before. <laughs>
1: Uh, have and you got this thread up right now?
0: I have it very open. I I I I want to be able to got? summarize it. Uh, I'm I've got like seven screens open, like I'm an operator in the matrix, and it's like you know. I, do you always look at it in tweets? It's like eventually you don't even see the tweets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Okay,
0: so. Uh, he opens it by saying, note, I'm writing this in 140 character limit style, a classical thread, capitalized, except no substitutes. Thanks, Eric. (laughs) As we know, sex, money, and power are part of a single ecosystem. Accrue enough power, and you command plenty of the other two. So, uh, Eric Garland, former Incels member, who can say? (laughs) Um... I believe that the political crisis of the current moment has fulminated, pow- has fulminated because power has concentrated so much, corruption ran wild. For supposed mm. liberal democracies, most world-weary citizens pretty much expect that the wealthy can buy their way out of trouble. The current headlines from Weinstein and Spacey to the Paradise Papers show that a wanton disrespect for the law has become commonplace. This is actually, I think, quite sensible from our boy. This... well.
1: Yeah, I suppose. I mean, among the super rich, uh, I mean, I do think there's a case to be made that if you look at the way that Harvey Weinstein hired all those uh, private investigators like ex Mossad people and so on to um, basically keep the allegations of his sexual violence under wraps. Uh, there is one rule, legally speaking, for the super rich, and another for uh, you know, some normal fucking creep wouldn't be able to get away with the kind of despicable shit that Weinstein did for so many years. Um, that the fact that he's incredibly wealthy uh, gave him an advantage in that regard. In the same way that the super rich are able to. Um, Get beneficial uh, tax deals, if you want to describe yeah. them that way.
0: It's, it's it honestly, they
1: dodge shitloads of tax and cheat the taxpayer and uh, kill vulnerable people in the process, basically.
0: Oh, exactly. And that's the thing. And this, this part of Garland's thread is actually, I think, basically on point. However, the next tweet is where there is a turn. <laughs> the timing of these headlines, a torrent of powerful people exposed simultaneously is, I believe, no accident, and it's tied to Trump.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs)
0: Like, Uh. (laughs) it wasn't, like, you know, brave people coming forward. It wasn't just normal people being tired of this shit. It wasn't the actions of investigative journalists. No, it's tied to Trump. (laughs) Well, I
2: think, like, who was it? Like, one one of the friends of our show was kind of, like... Um, you know oh this wasn't down to kind of like brave women who you know risked a lot emotionally and physically to kind of bring out their stories uh, this is all done by the Politburo or something like that like I don't know
1: um, why do you think uh, real politic is at real Polit cast? <laughs> hey.
0: oh my god the truth is finally out
1: <laughs> there is a web to be unwound
0: so Gar- garland continues Um revolting sexual behavior and abuse of the financial system has surpassed a mere moral predicament and has become a national security threat. <laughs> this isn't to say that workplace harassment of women weakens our military defenses. It's more insidious than that. It's called oh. Compromat. Uh...
1: Because... <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> i know i know this is again i'm getting a rage aneurysm from reading this <laughs>
1: like it's, it's so fucking offensive
0: like it's like it's like no it's, of course uh, all of our leaders and our powerful people and our successful executives and our politicians and our wealthy and richard fucking branson and Gary Lineker are all so pure and good and lovely. They'd never do anything terrible. They would never do anything that shows that they don't deserve their sort of towering heights of wealth and power. No, it must be because they were tempted, like the snake in the Garden of Eden, by fucking Russia.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, He tweets quite a lot, doesn't he? Because I'm going all the way back through his profile, and I still haven't found this fucking
2: thread. <laughs> um eric
0: garland he, is extraordinarily he, online
2: he's more online than all of us put together
1: yeah i i found a an article apparently he existed in 2012 when he wrote a piece about how american masculinity had lost its way whereas back in the days of you know john wayne swanning about being a fucking sexist pig and insisting men uh, decades younger than him went off to die in Vietnam while he never even served in World War two yeah masculinity within in America was was on point back in those days um, he was the first he
0: the tr- was the
2: first insult all, of- <laughs> <laughs> well, that seems um, all the
0: like sort of like like fat national review writers that all look like sort of you know imperfect clumps of pizza dough Um. They're all the ones who are, like, really sort of tearily sort of saluting the troops while they sort of regret that sort of, you know, uh, flat feet kept them out of Vietnam. It's like, it's just so nakedly, just offensively, just fucking sluggish. Yeah. I think uh, I've
1: found the thread now, finally. I,
0: I, I've linked it to the uh, WhatsApp group. Oh, cool. Um, so what, what he says is that my my theory says garland is that the proliferation of infotech has combined with the brazenness of many elites to become a compromise smorgasbord. an epidemic of abusive sexual behavior and corrupt finance has collided with hackable smart defo- devices and mass database leaks and become <laughs> levers of control for spies <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, damn it it's just it is it is, it is absolutely astonishing the, the level of cognitive dissonance of which these sort of blue-tick liberals are capable.
1: Well, it, it really shows that they're absolutely terrified of thinking outside of this kind of little comfort zone they've built for themselves. So I thought, I hoped rather, that the Russia stuff would just be an aberration while they all kind of got their heads together after Hillary Clinton's loss, which was, of course, the fault of her and her campaign. Yeah. But, um no, apparently not. They've uh, built a whole new worldview around around this conspiracy theory, and so when it comes to something like sexual violence, where they really do need to think outside these incredibly narrow parameters they've established for um, their entire view of the world, uh, they they just can't. It's got they've got to find some way. Eric Garland is only capable of writing about how Russia are pulling the strings in this kind of fucking testosterone-fueled macho, <laughs> let me tell you another thing, kind of way. Um, I mean, it's fucking pathetic. He really is Whoa. a gormless fucking oaf, and I hate him. <laughs>
0: he does look like an oaf, doesn't he? <laughs>
1: Yeah, he is, he's, he I mean, he he could not look like more of a bass player. Not a good one. Not 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 not, 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 not someone who's particularly talented at bass, but just 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 some some shit-house dickhead who likes to just sit on his fucking ass and and like do this one like Seinfeld theme slap bass riff
2: that he 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 knows off by heart. To be fair, like, I would do the same uh, thing if like I had a bass guitar.
1: I, I mean, I would, I would
2: occasionally,
1: I, I would play the Seinfeld theme among other stuff.
2: <laughs> I know, I mean, like, I, can, I can sort of imagine myself just on Twitter, like, doing a good tweet, and if it gets more than five retweets, it's playing that, playing that riff
3: <laughs> every time it
2: gets retweeted. <laughs> well,
0: it's yeah. like, I, I, bet Eric, I bet Eric Garland, like, once... Played like bass at like a at one show at one pub one time, and he still gets <laughs> drunk and talks about his years as a performer.
1: I I reckon he probably once tried to form uh, a free bass style bass trio, which is like the um <laughs> the, the, the band briefly formed by Manny from the Stone Roses, uh, uh the bloke from the Smiths, and the bloke. From and Peter Hook from New Order, and feature, uh, uh, lit- yeah, l- literally, like the point was there was it was a band with three bass players, and one of them would play low, one of them would play high, and one of them would play something in the middle. Um, <laughs> I I thought this was just a little project, like they did a gig once in Manchester or something. Apparently, they have an album, but. <laughs> This is anyway your liberals
0: want
1: yeah, that's a long roundabout way of saying I reckon Eric Garland really tries to center base in his music <laughs> um, actually you know he's got a podcast I of course
2: he of
0: course he has a, you know he has he has a, a podcast, podcast. oh god who would have uh, a podcast gross Ooh. it, it well,
1: it's because he's uh he's got this patreon page where i think he gets about like uh 20 quid a fucking year in subscriber <laughs> fees and and uh, apparently he does a podcast for his subscribers on that and i i think chapo trap house might have played a little bit of it on one of their episodes i'm not yeah, I entirely think so. sure um but yeah, oh, yeah, he apparently uh, banned Chapo from <laughs> from subscribing <laughs> to his Patreon. <laughs> you no,
0: know, you don't get you don't get my you don't get my strategic futurism takes, Chapo. His
1: premium content.
0: <laughs> premium content. Um, yeah, but yeah. So that is essentially that. That's basically, that's basically uh, Garland's take. He says, "To tighten security, we must end this epidemic of crime among the elite." But, and yes, we must end this epidemic of crime among the elite, but like, that's not enough. Um, we must do more because the, I think the reason that sort of uh, Jack gets sort of the core about it, one of, one of the things that you're saying is like I think liberals need to create this reality in which Russia is responsible for everything going wrong because mm. as far as their imaginations go, history ended in 1991, you know, yeah. nothing bad could be happening and it's like they've buried their heads in the sand and are repeating to themselves history is still over history is still over history is still over you know it's, it's, oh. it's this is not happening this is not happening it must yeah, be yeah absolutely
1: like every few months the new statesmen do a kind of russia fearmongering uh, issue and uh, it's generally they've done about four different covers along these lines putin with a hammer and sickle tattoo basically, or Putin and Lenin and Stalin all together. So they do seem to think that there's something innately communist to Russia that means no matter how right-wing and authoritarian their, their leadership is, they remain kind of Deeply Marxist at heart,
0: well, um, there was some, they, like, ne- they never some weird phrenology dork liberal was saying that like like Marxism is inherent to like being a Slav.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, what is what is what is this? Uh, <laughs> it, it's yeah. really really weird, and of course, completely ahistorical. Um, and I guess an, another point to make is that um, you know. Well there's a couple of points. So first of all that the extent to this so-called Russian interference in okay. America seems to be um so wide, so great that apparently Russia has sowed the seeds of racial division in American society, because there was, of course, none of that in America, historically. No, The it's true. Great Melting Pot. Um, <laughs> I, I
0: mean, think it's, inter- it's interesting how how Tsar um, Alexander actually, like, slowly promoted the idea of slavery among otherwise very nice uh, cotton planters in the South. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, I think like, it's always insidious. But um, uh. basically... They're now saying that Black Lives Matter, the um, anti-fracking protesters, the protesters at Standing Rock, uh, standing up for both the environment and the rights of Native Americans, were all kind of Russian ops, or at the very least supported vocally online by Russia. Um, And so a lot of it seems to be A way of uh, cracking down on any kind of dissent from the left,
0: as well as the right. We all know the hard left cannot tolerate (laughs) dissent. Yeah,
1: but you know this is the hard center,
2: and they've (laughs) used
0: they've used
1: this. (laughs) They've used this routinely um, to describe people who support Bernie Sanders, or even if they're kind of Sanders sceptic, are kind of opposed to the clintonite mainstream of the democratic party so recently you've seen uh, donna brazil who was the um, interim chair of the democratic national convention uh, in the uh, transitional period between the democratic primary and the u.s general election last year and she's published a new book revealing how she thinks that the establishment of the democratic party worked to uh, marginalise the party's left, represented in that primary by Bernie Sanders. Um, And she's been accused by numerous Clinton supporters of basically spreading Russian propaganda lines, despite this being an insider's account, uh, (laughs) you know, coming from her own experience of working in the DNC. But literally, because... In their heads they've got this thing, well Russia don't like the Democratic Party. Of course everyone else does. So yeah. You, everyone you else has to be been
0: corrupted by Russia, of course.
1: Yeah, you'd have to be a Russian not to like the Democratic Party. Yeah. So they, oh, that's um, a cool
0: new slogan for 2020.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so basically they are saying now that she's basically a Russian stooge because she hmm. dares to dissent from the the Party of such titans as Debbie Wasserman Schultz and uh, I don't know, whatever other dipshits are running around in the media, Keith Olbermann and that. Yeah, Robbie Mook, the biggest I mean, dipshit in politics, you, Mr. Do Data. Think,
0: do you think when Eric Garland looks into a mirror, he thinks that maybe a Russian spy is watching him because he doesn't recognize <laughs> his own reflection?
1: I think that's possibly true, yeah. Um, yeah, it's. it's, it's they're going into the deep end you know they're all uh, reclaiming george w bush all this shit um, and and i guess one last point is that it's it's all very well for um americans to uh to talk about russia uh influencing their political system through you know like a handful of twitter bots or whatever but i mean it's uh in the 1990s America directly intervened in Russia's political system and then boasted about it in a Time magazine cover article.
0: So, uh, no, you, uh, you America, know, it, America never interferes in the political systems of other countries well I know I know <laughs> and,
1: and, and the people of uh, places like Nicaragua and El Salvador can attest to that but
0: it's <laughs> you know, our, dem- but, but, our we, we, nothing but respect for my Shah <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you, you you wonder why Russia is this kind of uh, this right-wing crony capitalist state now, um, socially conservative place, it's because um, the US did everything they could in the 90s to um, collaborate with Yeltsin to, to crush any kind of leftist thought that was still prevalent in the country, to sell off the economy and mass privatization. Um, this created the conditions for Putin, who was Yeltsin's kind of, you know, uh, level-headed deputy to take power um, so you know it, I, I, I'm just uh, highly dubious about this stuff when when uh, I, I know that it's quite common for powerful countries to try and interfere in other uh, countries' political systems often not necessarily with a great level of success although America <laughs> did have a great level of success in
2: the 90s
0: <laughs> had gr- and, and now uh, it had no future consequences. <laughs> yeah. But
2: also because America is currently being run by a giant baby who is offended <laughs> by another big giant baby because said giant baby called him old. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what the problem is, guys. They've been watching YouTube kids.
2: I was thinking about this today. I was sort of thinking, like, you know, is there a moment when, like, Donald Trump is in the Oval Office on his own drinking a Diet Coke? Um, just sitting back and watching um, Peppa Pig and then all of a sudden um, you know Osama Bin Laden and on they just show up um, dental torture and, that, and that, that's how we ended up in war <laughs> in Lebanon <laughs> God, Donald Trump dental
0: Sure. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, God. I, my, my brain hurts now from all of this.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is just like, this is you after every podcast, right? Like, every time we finish and every time, like, we put the microphones down, you just have that moment of silence where you sort of think, number one, why the hell did we do this? And number two, um, Ooh. I've got a migraine.
0: <laughs> why, why, do yeah. we, why do we continue to do it?
2: Ah. <laughs>
0: uh. Alright, um, boys and girls, I think that's as good a place as any to uh, put the like, microphones down and tend their migraines. I think pro- probably is. <laughs>
1: yeah, especially because I, I, I am actually feeling like I've literally got a migraine coming on, so <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Alright,
0: um, in any case, uh, guys, but- uh, to, I think to everyone out there, thank you very much for listening, and uh, to Jack, thank you very much for coming on, it's been a genuine pleasure. Uh cheers. It's been good, lads. I've enjoyed it. Thanks, dude. Hell yeah. All right. Later. Thanks, guys.